Law enforcement suicides are at an all-time high right now. One of the causes is poor leadership within the law enforcement profession. Nick, the host of the Roll Call Room podcast, has written a book, Police Mental Barricade, A Survivor's Guide to Poor Law Enforcement Leadership. This book is a raw and powerful look into suicide and how poor leadership decisions contribute to law enforcement suicides. Buy the book now at mentalhealthbarricade.com and stop the stigma. The issues discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast do not reflect the opinions of any specific agency. Any characters discussed on this show may be fictional for comedic value unless you're a shitbag Steve. This podcast is rated explicit and listener discretion is advised. Somebody out there who's thinking about quitting and giving up. Somebody who has been praying for years for things to turn around. You're thinking about quitting. You're thinking about giving up. You are folding. You are caving in. This is for you. You're in this storm and you're down on your knees and you're cold and you're weak and you feel like this is the end. You have a choice to either give up or keep going. Give up or get up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Stay in it. Stay focused. When you fail, try again. And again. And again. You just take one step at a time. It's hard. But it's worth fighting, it's worth believing, it's worth mustering yourself up, standing up inside yourself, it's worth fighting relentlessly, never giving up. I love the sun, but things don't grow because of the sun. You have to have some rain. And you've got to stop looking at rain in your life as something bad. My greatest moments didn't come from my greatest moments. My greatest moments came from my greatest defeats because it was during my defeat that I had to find a way to get back up. You thought for one minute that you broke me. You got me twisted. I am not phenomenally skilled, but phenomenally will. I will not give up. I will not surrender. I will not quit. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop running towards your dream. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. Keep your head up. Stick your chest out. Continue to walk with pride. And know that if it was easy, everybody would do it. It's not going to be easy, but we have what it takes. Their rough times are going to come, but they have not come to stay. They have come to pass. Don't say I'm having a bad day. Say I'm having a character building day. Don't look at night at darkness. Look at night as a new beginning.
Hello, and welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast that pissed off shitbag Steve Commanders and cost my daddy his job, and then pissed them off yet again with his number one book, Mental Health Barricade, on Amazon. And now your host, my Uncle Mike, and best-selling author, my daddy. Fuck you, Commanders. Up your ass. gentlemen welcome to another episode finally of the roll call room podcast i am one of your hosts nick with me is the very lovely human with rainbows and butterscotch stuffed mike 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 what day is it mike <laughs> mike 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 what day is it mike Mike, how are you? Yo, 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 what up? Bro, it has been too long since the last episode. I I apologize. We have had a very difficult time syncing up our schedules between my naps and um, (laughs) roasting coffee and working and roasting coffee and working and a whole bunch of other shenanigans that have been going on. Big response from the last episode, including a call from the Secret Service about our uh, Antifa Carl storming the Capitol building. Uh, You can give a million disclaimers, but it doesn't matter. Uh, It was fake. And we have learned our lesson. Mike, we have learned our lesson, haven't we? Yeah, we learned our lesson, I okay. guess, maybe. I checked that right off of the box. <laughs> our lesson. Okay. Uh, and if you can sign that form and send it back to me, I'd appreciate it. I'll try. Awesome. I'll try. So uh, big, big, huge response from that last episode. I think everybody uh, really enjoyed the humor, um, especially with the garbage dump of um, event that happened. Uh, but... Mike, it's a new era. It's a new regime. Everything is fixed. Everything is back to normal. Uh, the economy is fixed. Gas uh, prices law- are up. But shut up. Law enforcement is fixed and reformed. Um, stimulus checks are out, and they're double the amount. Um, what else? Uh, poverty has been resolved. Um, humanity, humanity (laughs) saved and everything is back to normal. Uh, I am so psyched, so psyched, so psyched. Uh, I am so happy that, um, everything is so fixed that now the gang database has been removed because, uh, it upsets, uh, the gang members. So did you read that article or did you see that article in law enforcement? 
Oh, yeah. Listen, it's all about, you know, gang members, man. I mean, listen, they're human beings, too. Unbelievable. Those of you that have not read that article, uh, you need to read that article in law enforcement uh, today. Uh, so the database that holds, um, you know, aliases for gang members and gang members, uh, you know, um, vetted gang members uh, has been uh, taken down because um, someone got a bug up their ass that it uh, offends these criminals and creates a stigma that they will remain uh, gangbangers if they have the label of gangbanger. So um, obviously those fucking idiots have not worked the streets where um, the percentage of these clowns that actually get out of banging is so minuscule compared to the many, many lives that are saved by a database uh, is just, it just astounds me. And that's where we are. We're, that's where we are in this culture is, you know, the cancel culture. I don't like something. I am, uh, I am going to uh, get it removed so that nobody can see it. And uh, that's just what we've turned into, Mike. It's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, everybody wants to change everything around now. You know, yeah. you can't, uh, you know, they're taking out, you know, you can't say mother, father. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. You have a pronoun in your, your email signature now in a lot of places. You have to have your pronoun. Um, I'm, I'm going to change mine. My signature is just going to say, go fuck yourself. Well, you can do that in a couple months when you retire. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's so you, um, you hold on to that dream. My friend, you hold yeah. on to that. Like, like, uh, what was that stupid bitch in Titanic? Uh, Rose, you hold on to that. Like Rose held on to the door and let that. What's his name? Leonardo. And what, what, what um, was the character's name? Um, whatever. I don't know, but she should have been tried for murder. <laughs> yeah, there was plenty room on oh, that fucking door. Fuck, dude. I mean, to get from Cuba to here, you can fit 17 people on that fucking door. Yeah. Like, she should have been fucking tried for murder. Um, so, yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, that's one of the things that are going on. Mike, there's so much shit going on behind closed doors. Um, some of it, I can say some of it, I cannot say only because, um, his name was Jack, Jack. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. I never let you go, bitch. You let except me now, except for when she fucking unclenches his frozen fucking nubby and lets him fucking sink. Like, yeah, let him say that little bubble comes out of his nose. That always bothered me. Yeah. I'm bitch. What a bitch. You know what? My wife would probably do the same thing to me, so it don't matter. Well, I mean, in all honesty, I don't know how to put this. Um, (laughs) You do, too. I know. I know. It's all right. I think for um, symmetry reasons, uh, (laughs) it would probably be best if you or I did not climb on that door. For (laughs) balance, symmetry may not not be right. Balance purposes... (laughs) That shit was going over. Like, but here's yeah, the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, Mike, that Titanic, I, I can't believe we're talking about the Titanic on a cop show, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, 
So that ship was like a luxury ship, right? Right. Right. And they toted how much like mahogany was in that thing, right? Fucking ridiculous. Right. That's what she was floating on was the mahogany door, right? So if the whole entire ship was made out of mahogany and some steel, why didn't the whole fucking ship float like that door? Ah. Mm. Yeah, I did that. Ah. Mm. <laughs> That's a little, little weird. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. I think the Titanic is still afloat and just hidden somewhere. I don't know. I, I saw one of those. I went to like one of those Titanic um, like museum? artifact museum things. What do you think about them pulling the artifacts up from the from underneath? I think it's pretty cool. You know, I don't I don't think it's, you know, it's like history. Yeah, as long as you don't. I'm not an idiot. I know how the world works. Beautiful. But I'm too involved now. You jump, I jump, remember? Every night in my dreams, I see you. I feel you. Sorry, sorry. I got. How many times did you watch that movie? I get a little emotional. Yeah. How many times did you watch that movie and at the end of it you thought it was going to change? Like the ending was going to change? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Probably a bunch, yeah. but you know they do have an alternate, um, an alternate ending to that. Does he um, what? Does he survive at the alternate ending? No, he fucking still dies. He dies in every single one of yeah, them. He dies in every single one of them. Um, I'm just like once. I'm just like hoping, like push her off, push her off. That don't happen. But I, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of shocked that even when he was freezing, he didn't turn around. And he was like. Equal rights, bitch. <laughs> Fuck this. <Yeah. laughs> My balls are cold. Or rotate. Rotate. Yeah. Yeah. You on, then me off. Me on, then you off. Well, and just, be, just because she was wearing a dress, I mean, uh, yeah. Come on. Well, that goes right out the window, dude. That goes Listen, right Same thing with was, children. Where was her fucking coat? Oh, that's I mean, true. Come on, man. You've come been on cruises, right? So they go over oh, that, shit, right? I love cruises, man. I don't, I don't, I can't wait to go back on another one. I've never been on one. Oh, let me tell you a quick, quick story. My last cruise I went on was the Hurricanes. So we actually, it was a seven day, um, whatever, eight days, seven night cruise. Went to Mexico. We went all over. And uh, the hurricane hit. And they're like, you know, it was like Wednesday. And they're like, uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, still out to sea because the hurricane is coming. They closed the ports. So, yeah, we got a two week vacation for the price of one. That's great. Oh, alcohol was flowing. Cigars were going only on approved decks on outside. And, you know, we had a blast, man. It was great. But, yo, I, I recommend a roll call room podcast cruise. Just saying. Just throwing out there. Cami would be on on that. Cami, if you – well, not if. When you're listening to this, I think we should plan one. I think we should. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think I think that would be fucking phenomenal, even though I don't like cruises. But I'll go on one. Um, you should. It's fun. But you know what? You're gonna say, "Got nobody to run the cafe. I need my nap." No, 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 who's no, gonna, no. Who's gonna roast my balls? I mean, my no, beans. No, 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 I've got. I've been hiring employees. We've been doing. Who's gonna infuse? Who's gonna infuse my nuts? <laughs> We've, you know, business has been okay. I mean, especially as good as it can be during the pandemic. So it's been, uh, it's been good. We hired somebody that's like basically an assistant manager and, and it's going good. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to start sizing back a little bit. Um, I saw your, uh, 
Facebook Live um, video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep doing those. Very uh, nice. Very nice. I can't wait to taste that root beer. I'm a big fan. Oh, dude, I'm uh, I'm drinking that root beer right now. Yeah, yeah you suck. Um, Thank you. Brew, Brew Republic right here in Woodbridge, Virginia. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, speaking of which, um, uh, the commercial break that we're going to go into when we're done with this segment uh, William Young and Roland, his co-host, uh, show, uh, did a commercial for Roll Call Room Cafe, and uh, <laughs> I I, uh, I listened to it when I was driving, which was a major major mistake. It's pretty funny, uh, but very very funny. So uh, Roland and 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 William Young, thank you so so much. I, I think that that was the last time we were on, right? It was with him. Mm, no, maybe we did one. But yeah, let me tell you, we were we were talking before and after. You know, he's a funny, funny dude. Yeah, we're gonna have to have him on again, just us three, and um, and just uh, shoot the shit again. Um, so I I digress. So uh, that was my fault. I sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. We talked about Titanic. Um, so last episode, uh, very very small backstory is in my old agency. Uh, they were one of the only local agencies right out of Washington, D.C., right outside of the Washington, D.C. area. The only agency that did not send any officers while officers were under attack, uh, while the Capitol was under attack. Um, and, um, you know, these officers, several officers lost their lives. A lot of them were injured and they're asking for help. And this is the time when you're a law enforcement officer where you, you know, you want to back your fellow brothers and sisters up and, and it doesn't matter how close of a jurisdiction it is. You just, you want to go and you want to help them, but you are bound by what the chief of police or the commissioner or sheriff tells you you can and cannot do. Uh, so my old former agency, which I absolutely love and adore, um, I have nothing but love and butterflies for them. Uh, the chief tells the rank and file, no, we're not going into Washington, D.C. because um, we are the only full-time civil disobedient unit. Uh, it's a riot team. Uh, we're the only team left in Northern Virginia. So if something breaks out in Northern Virginia, we have to be ready. We have to be ready to go and we have to protect the Commonwealth. And uh, sends this email out to all the, the staff. And, of course, they ain't buying it. They ain't buying it because uh, you can at least send, you know, a cruiser there or a couple of officers there um, to, you know, pretty much all the, the assistance was towards ro- closing roads. And, and I mean, were, they, were they looking for riot people? I think they were just looking for just anybody just to. Well, Mike, it's funny that you asked that, as I actually have the email from the Department of Homeland Security. Mike, you say, where did you get that, Nick? I say, Freedom of Information Acts are a beautiful and wonderful thing. Oh, here we uh, go. <laughs> uh, Mike, 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 Mike. So, um, Hold on. Let me get my popcorn. <laughs> so this is sent out on the 6th at 3.15 in the afternoon, uh, sent by uh, Department of Homeland Security, and it says, um, on behalf of the U.S. Capitol Police, COG is reaching out to this committee requesting mutual aid assistance for a First Amendment protest 
going on at the Capitol. Please reply by email if you are available and CDU, mutual aid assistance, blah, 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 blah. So this is uh, sent out by the uh, by a Homeland Security and Public Safety Planner. Uh, so he calls out, sends an email out to every jurisdiction that's in COG, uh, which is basically um, uh, the whole U.S. capital region. So, um, of course, the you know all the chiefs of police, all the commanders that are in charge of CDU get this, and they go, you know, all right, we're ready to go. This is the resource we have. And a good old boy from from my old agency puts the brakes on it, says, well, wait, nope, not doing it. So what does this guy do is he sends out an email to all police staff and gives them that bullshit reason. You know, I can't I can't do it because, you know, we're the only CDU uh, team available. Well, Mike. Let's play a game. Truth or bullshit. Mm. I'm just going to say bullshit right off the bat. You say bullshit. You are Right. Yes. Mike. You are 100% correct. Survey says that was bullshit because thanks to the wonderful and amazing work of the federal government and the Freedom of Information Act, we discovered that the real reason was that the memorandum of understanding for the U.S. Capitol region expired in the summertime, and that was the excuse that the chief gave. That was the excuse. And I've got the emails right here that show the PIO for the city of Alexandria, the PIO for the Alexandria City Police Department, the chief of police for the city of Alexandria going back and forth, back and forth, trying to do damage control because somebody said something on Facebook. It was not me. Somebody said something about Facebook on Facebook as to why Alexandria was the only jurisdiction that did not send any officers while officers were screaming for help and officers were getting hurt. That's a fucking disgrace, an absolute fucking disgrace. One, to not send anybody, but then two, to lie to your rank and file. And three, you've got a public information officer uh, going back and forth, back and forth, going, well, can we say this? Can we just say this? Uh, Because if it comes to fruition, you know, we, we need to make sure that we're covered. Well, because you, you did the wrong thing. You guys are, I mean, I've been to your jurisdiction. I mean, I think you guys are the closest, maybe, jurisdiction to D.C. Oh, it's funny that you say that, Mike. If you grab a map right now, ladies and gentlemen, and you look at D.C., and then you look at where Alexandria City is, you could pretty much take a piss off of one of the bridges and land right on the District of Columbia. Matter of fact, Mike, there's a trolley that takes you right across the way to D.C. in Old Town, Alexandria. And you can get there. You can put five officers on a boat and send them right over there. No problems. You know, they weren't asking for the world, but what they were asking for was help. And yeah, you- listen, I, I understand you want to protect your own. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just know. want to know what his real reason was. And I, I think yeah. I know. Because he is in a liberal city and it's all about politics. It's all about I did not want my people there uh, engaged in the politics of what that riot meant uh, and whether or not 
the former president stirred people up or whatever. I don't care. I'm not interested. The bottom line is, is the U.S. Capitol fell to tyrants that stormed the U.S. Capitol, um, that whether or not they were assisted or people knew that they were going to do that, I don't care. It's the U.S. Capitol. It represents our democracy. It clearly fell. And at that point, you swore when you raised your right hand and you took that oath, you swore to defend the Constitution. And this chief lied to his rank and file. This is probably the fifth time that I've I've proven that he's lied. Um, and nothing gets done. The mayor, the city manager, they just, you know, they just just love this guy. They just love the guy. And I still speak to people that are in the agency and there is no faith in this guy. There is no faith in this guy because he has lost all credibility. Um, Does he have a term? No. Unfortunately, with a chief of police, my, my theory is this. So let me back up. When I was going to leave the police department the first time, when I actually retired, I was one of three finalists. Um, and 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 you're, I, I think I told you about this, Mike, but if I didn't, just remind, just sit with me. I was one of the three finalists for Ferguson PD. Yes, the Ferguson PD. I applied as the chief of police for there. And I went up to this chief's office and did the right thing and said, hey, listen, Here's the email that I got from the human resources manager for Ferguson. I'm one of the three. If it gets leaked to the press, I wanted you to at least know that I'm one of the three finalists. Can I get some advice? And at this point, I still had respected the man. The man's been in law enforcement for over 30 years. He ran a, a uh, the entire CHP for California. So at that point, I was still awed and star starstruck. I, I didn't have any reason not to be. But what he had told me, and this still rings true in his office, was he said, well, this is what you need to do if you accept the position. You need to tell the city manager and the mayor that you want a three-year deal, meaning that if you last three years, you get a 50% pension for the rest of your life. And I was like, whoa, you can do that? He's like, absolutely. He goes, the shelf life of a chief of police is three years. He goes, if you can make three years... He goes, you make the city pay a pension, a 50% pension. So you get something out of it. And that stuck in my head because he's hitting his three year this year. And I think we're coming to a close of this regime. I think that he has outwarmed his welcome. I think he knows that he's ineffective. I think that he knows that he's created a culture worse than what it was before. And I think people are finally growing a fucking brain over there that their union leadership has abandoned them. Their union leadership um, is in bed with him. Uh, and that's obvious because they don't do any votes of no confidence. They don't challenge him. Um, a lot of these people that are in union positions um, are they're just not good. I'm just going to leave it at that. But um It'd be I mean, funny if you you would apply and you got spot <laughs> on cheap job. Oh, I'd be fucking. Oh, yeah, dude, I, would, I, would, I would piss my pants, dude. I would beat Joe Biden in his first day of executive orders. I would just first day would just be like, "You're now a patrol officer. You're now a patrol officer. You're now a patrol officer. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're a patrol officer. You're fired." 
I would just go down the list because it's like, fuck you, fuck you. I like you, fuck you. Hey, now, fuck you. (laughs) And I'd be rehiring a lot of people that got forced out or that got caught up in internal investigations, bullshit, vindictive behavior. And that's another thing. Um, the, the, the folks over there just use internal investigations or office of professional responsibility as a weapon. And, and they just, um, destroy people's careers and have no fucking qualms about it. No yeah. fucking qualms. No care. And you gotta be a special kind of scumbag for that. You gotta be, you gotta be a special rat for you to take enjoyment for destroying people's lives and their careers. Um, and it's sad, man. It, it's just really sad. I got this for you tonight. And that's why I texted you. And I was like, yo, we got to do something tonight. We got to do an episode tonight. Because I opened this fucking email, dude, uh, this FOIA, And I got all these fucking emails. Like, it's it's a treasure trove of fucking emails. Jesus. And I'm like, first of all, I'm saying to myself, how fucking stupid are you? You know a major thing in history. You're right outside of D.C. Now, I know that I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I know that I've pissed them off over the last year, and I know that they think I'm out of my fucking mind because that was in another FOIA that I got was that a sergeant up in internal investigations wrote that I was out of my fucking mind. Um, can, can he can he say that? No, he can't. No, he can't. And and uh, I sure hope that he has access to some moving boxes because I'm going to fucking own his house when I'm done. Uh, <laughs> How? Uh, uh, let me tell you about it. Let's well, not, let's not oh, very, very little, very little because my attorney is already like, you know, but anyway, so I got this job working for the government. I still can't say where I work, but I got a top, top secret security clearance. So of course, when you get a TS clearance, there has to be a background investigation. And of course I knew that they were going to go back to APD. And of course I was honest on my, my questionnaire because there's no point in lying. They're going to find out everything anyway. So my background investigator, who was awesome for you my- You got nothing to hide either. No. They're going to find out anyway, yeah. bro. They, they pull your finances. They pull everything. I mean, I even had I had a medical bill from a cruiser, a, a police cruiser accident from 10 years ago that was $22. And this they found it, and they made me fucking pay it, even though it was a worker's comp injury. So that's how thorough they are. So anyway, so and this will play into what I'm about to say anyway. So I did a FOIA about my background investigation because um, something told me that maybe Alexandria would say something that they shouldn't have said. Well, Mike, what do you think? Would they say something nice or would they say something inappropriate or downright illegal? Inappropriate. Very good, Mike. So they sent my background investigation uh, packet instead of to my direct supervisor that I worked for to internal investigations where they said a whole bunch of shit um, that is highly illegal. Even in a TS background, um, you can't put in a background investigation or a reference your personal opinion, or anything that you believe to be true without having proper documentation. That includes calling somebody, I don't know, mentally insane, financially unstable, um, believes in uh, fantastical lies, and all these other things. So 
that was another FOIA that was 99 pages long that I had to read through. And um, that's just fucking ridiculous. It's fucking like the corruption out of that place just fucking makes me laugh, dude. It just and nothing happens. Nothing happens to these people. And then then you see how these folks uh, boots on the ground folks get treated and you wonder why they're fucking leaving in record numbers. You don't have to watch your back out on the street anymore. It's not even that. No, you gotta watch inside. Dude, it's internal. Like these folks get joy out of fucking destroying people's lives. It's unfucking believable. I don't know how you could sleep at night being a cop and having a badge and being okay with doing the things that they do. Um, I don't know. Maybe you and I are a different breed. Maybe you and I expect too much. It's fucking it's ridiculous. It really is. Well, you know, the day of reckoning is coming. I don't know when, but it, it's it's going to come eventually. Um, and uh, I like to be the little secret sauce that uh, kind of greases the wheels a little bit. <sighs> All right, Mike, we're going to take a quick broke break. And I'm going to drop more root beer. And then we're going to come back. Okay, we're going to continue to have some more fun. Tell him, Biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Gee, I am very tired. How tired are you? Very tired. I've been working a lot of overtime, and it is making me very tired. You, my friend, need some sleep. No, I will sleep when I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) What I need is a good cup of freshly roasted gourmet coffee. Freshly roasted gourmet coffee, you say? Yes. Do you know where I could get a cup of freshly roasted gourmet coffee? I do. Where? The Roll Call Room Cafe. The Roll Call Room Cafe? The Roll Call Room Cafe. It's located at 17229 Wayside Drive in Dumfries, Virginia. The Roll Call Room Cafe uses only the finest premium gourmet beans, and unlike national chains, the Roll Call Room Cafe imports, roasts, grinds, and packages their coffee on site. Sounds delicious, Roland. It is. But Roland... I'm in Nebraska. No problem there. You can order their coffee online at www.rollcallroomcafe.com. Rollcallroomcafe.com? Rollcallroomcafe.com. I don't know about you, Mike, but that that gets the moistness going. I'll never let you go, Jack. Never. I, I was so fired up talking about that other thing before. <laughs> I don't know why, man. It's been almost it's been almost a year, and it's still every time I put that place to bed. Um, it's like when I get fucking acid reflux. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm good. 
I lay back down and I'm like, oh, here we go again. You know, and the thing is, is like my old chief and the PIO and all them need to thank whoever keeps fucking poking the bear. Because every time I put this place to bed and I move on, something else (laughs) else pops up and I'm like, my God, this is crazy. And, and, And you know what? I don't want to give up my source who's still there, but I'll tell you. The general temperature feeling inside that place is, is that they're lost. They're, they feel abandoned. They feel like a tyrant is running the place. And they feel duped. They feel like this guy was supposed to come and he was supposed to fix everything. And you know what you know what it's like, man. When you, as a cop, you deem another cop a liar, mm-hmm. you can never respect them. You can never like get on board with anything they say. Or when they do say something, you've got to sit there and go, hmm is this really the truth or, or are you bullshitting again? Or, you know, like you just don't know, you don't know what the fuck is going on. And, and that's the worst fucking feeling. It's just the worst, right. um, you know, love me or hate me over there. You may think I'm fucking crazy or you just don't, you know, you never really did like me or whatever, but I am telling you without a shadow of a doubt um, that there are a million of these chiefs out there. And I know this because we get tons of emails from other officers around the United States that say, I got the same fucking problem at my place. I got the same problem, same, uh, you know, lying and deceitfulness and all that other shit. And it sucks. It really sucks because there are some really, really good people out there that can make a big, big difference as chief of police or commissioner. And they don't get the head nod because they don't they don't pray at the right church. You know, they don't pray at the right church or, or, you know, their knees. They don't get down on their knees. They don't suck it, man. And, and you know, maybe that's one of my reasons for being an outcast that I was. I wasn't going to suck somebody's dick to turn around and get ahead. I'm not going to do it. Um, not anymore, at least. You just tickle the balls a little. Yeah. I mean, I learned the best techniques on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to you twiddle, twiddle a little bit. You know, you got to twiddle. 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 It is your favorite time. Your favorite game. I hate these fucking games. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to play a game called Guess That Sound. Yes, it's that simple. For you, at least. Not for Mike. (laughs) I am going to play several different sounds. Mike is going to guess what sound it is. And then we're going to see how Mike's hearing is. This is a seasoned detective known for his skills of solving crime, razor shot listening, and eagle eyes. No shits in people's backyards, and a big wingspan, aka tummy. <laughs> He's such a dick. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play sounds. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have Mike guess what these sounds are. Mike, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Mike, see how fucking. I'm going to need a little bit more enthusiasm from you. These fans are taking an hour out of their time and their schedule to listen to you and I. Mike, are you ready for this game? Fuck yeah. 
All right. That's the enthusiasm. Ladies and gentlemen, first sound. Mike, what is that a sound of? It sounded like my belly growling because I was hungry before. Oh. Are you going to go with belly? No. It sounds like um, some type of animal growling or some shit. Okay. Well, obviously, it's a fucking animal. What (laughs) animal is it? A dinosaur. A dinosaur is... Incorrect. It is a camel. A camel, Mike. We were looking for camel. Second sound. (laughs) What is that, Mike? What is the second sound? That sound, to me, sounds like... Puts the lotion in the basket. No, that was still the first sound. I wonder <laughs> what the second sound was. <laughs> I don't fucking know. A bell? It was a bicycle bell. All right, you were close. All right. Third sound. Third sound. Oh, you can be all three of them oh, together. Oh, You're fucking me up. All right. New, new sound. Okay. Third sound. Get ready. Nope. Still by bicycle. All right. Shut up with the bicycle. Professional. Jesus Christ. Uh, that would be a bell, Nick. <laughs> you should have said bicycle bell. <laughs> Jesus, that's long. All right. What is this, Mike? It sounds like a cat purring. Very good. Very good, Mike. Very good. Again, cat still sounds like my stomach growling. Cat purring. What's this? fire bell very good all right man you are on fire Hmm. that's a fire bell that's the wake-up call (laughs) or uh the supermarket has chicken cutlets on sale that was actually your old agency saying nope not doing it not going going." (laughs) blocked blocked what's this Cannonball. Uh, someone jumping into water. Someone jumping into something, water. Something jumping into water. Splashing water. Splashing. Very good. Jumping into a pool. Very good. That's Remember almost when, what it sounds like when you jump in yours. No, nah, mine said louder thump. Remember when we used to listen to Adam Sandler? The- yes. <laughs> oh, man, you really got a pee. <laughs> Cannonball. All right. What is this? Come here. You got to play with your cock and balls, honey. Ooh. What was that? That sounds like um, somebody throwing a coin into a glass. Like playing quarters. Quarters? Yeah, playing quarters. No, Let that me- was chopping wood. That was chopping wood. Chopping wood. Let me hear you. Here we go. Here's a new one. Oh, you should know that one. What was that one? I don't know. Fucking walking in the woods? I don't know. Well, I can't really hear it. Do it again. Hold on. That's a fire. Or a camel eating. You gotta know what that is. I don't fucking know what that is. That's that's frying an egg. Frying an egg? Yes. You hear it now? Listen. No, it sounds like something on fire. Shh. That's how an egg sounds. Shut up. 
get to the chopper. You know what this is, right? Helicopter. This is what it's going to sound like when I release this episode over over my house. All right, we see him. We see him. Hold on. <laughs> Nicholas, we know you're in there. We know that you released the FOIAs. We know that you're in there. We do not like truth seekers. Hey, Curtis, we're gonna have a problem. He's not coming out. Hold on, really? get, the, get the get the disobedient crew. Oh, that's right. We're not sending them to Nick's house either. Chief, Chief, he's not coming out. No, no, he's not gonna believe that you have a present for him. <laughs> you want him to sit on your lap? He's not gonna believe it, Chief. That's what it's gonna sound like outside. My head. <laughs> All right. That was a helicopter. Very good. All right. Number 10. Is that the canine going to your house or is that my dog? No. This this was the meeting I'm with my chief. Oh, so you want to be a lieutenant, huh? Oh, wait till you see this. Oh, is that some nice knee pads? First order of business? Can you handle this? <laughs> it's not going to suck itself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just look at it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny shit. I think this is what happens inside of some commander's heads when there's a major decision that needs to be made. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, shit. The, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Should I get should I get that name brand coffee or should I go to a roll call? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this is what's about to happen when this re- when this episode is released within that agency. Was it, is that a... Under form. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. I thought it was going to be a bomb. Like, oh, mushroom cloud. This is what we hear on Mike's end every freaking episode. Because you leave your phone on the freaking table. Every freaking time. Every freaking time. It's not on the table. Yeah, every time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Name That Sound. We didn't expect much from Mike, and we didn't get much from Mike. Oh, bullshit. Mike, this game was sponsored by Ferocious Beard Company. Ferocious Beard Company, if you like a nice, soft beard that smells good and not like a man's crack of ass... Go to Ferocious Ferocious Beard Company. Mike and I use the product very, very much, and I love it. My beard right now smells like Irish cream, which I got on ferociousbeard.com. Mike? Yes. That that vibrating is my 
email going off. Thank you, my beard. It's actually trimmed up nice. Nope, um, I refuse to trim mine. I got the little goat going, goat going to a point. Um, yeah, so it's it's coming in. Uh, it's coming nice. You know, I had a customer come in today and ask me when I was going to shave my beard. Do you wear one of those little caps on your thing? No, I don't have to. Uh, oh, so um, some big news at the cafe is is that we're going to have the local Fox Five morning show at our cafe, broadcasting live on air. When is that? February twelfth at nice. six in the morning. Um, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd be up already for like fucking uh, 10 be hours. up for four hours already. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, it's what I do. It's what I do. No, it's uh, pretty cool. What are the um? What's the like skit? Not skit, but what's the um? The um? I don't know what the fuck you call it. The segment. The, the segment. Niche. Uh, so the host of the show wants to learn how to do latte art in a cup, like how to do a heart in a cup uh, for Valentine's Day, which would be pretty cool. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah, there's no way that he's going to learn how to do latte art in the short period of time, so it'll be even funnier because it's going to come out like one big blob. Can you do like a, can you like get in there like a penis or something? <laughs> oh, I should. I should turn around and be like, this is my old department's new flag. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. I love it. So bad, man. It's, it, I feel bad. Like it's like picking on like a like a special needs kid, you know. Nah, whatever. Well, you know bring what? It up I'm, they bring I'm, it sh- I'm sure they had a bunch of laughs on your expense. Oh, so I'm fuck sure it. They, I'm sure. And who know. cares? Who cares? It's it's over a year. Fuck them. Yeah. Well, so um, folks, we're gonna get back on a regular schedule. Mike and I are gonna do a Facebook Live um, and try and uh, start doing those again. I know we kind of veered off of doing those. Uh, so we'll probably try and do a Facebook live here pretty soon. Um, more importantly, uh, I know that there is a lot of officers struggling right now, especially with what's going on. Uh, fortunately we lost us two us Capitol police officers to suicide just this month. Um, and, um, you know, I want you to reach out to whatever resources that you can, including cop line, um, and a couple other good uh, law enforcement suicide prevention um, uh, organizations and know that there are people out there that you can talk to. You can always email me at nick at rollcallroom.com or mike at rollcallroom.com. I know you guys reach out quite often. I get your emails. Um, I do try and um, respond back to them as quickly as I can in between roast and coffee. Um, so, yeah, Mike, what you got, bud? Nothing, pal. Same thing. Uh, we had we had um, an NYPD guy. Um, he took his own life. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's rough. You know, times are down. It's the winter time. It sucks. Yeah, COVID, yeah. all this other bullshit. You know, so you got to uh, reach out, man. Reach out. And just talk to somebody. No one's gonna judge you. Yeah. No, one, no, no, you- one's, no one's gonna take your guns from you. You just you know just gotta do what you gotta do to to get over. Uh, Get out the demons in the closet and, you know, keep chugging along. I agree. Hey, on that on that note with my little motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, uh, I'll be uh, I'll be down in Daytona. Anybody's going to be down in Daytona um, uh, for bike week. When is bike uh, week? 
March 5th uh, to the 15th or something like that. So if anybody's anybody's going to be around, uh, shoot me an email. Maybe we'll, you know, get together. and uh, Michael brings some roll call room swag. Uh, So if you are in that area, um, Michael brings some swag with them. Yeah, I got some uh, got some challenge coins. Um, Yeah. So you guys want challenge coins? I'll bring I'll bring all my challenge coins and my roll call podcast challenge coins and uh you know we'll hook it up sweet all right folks uh don't forget to check out mentalhealthbarricade.com uh pick up your copy of my book i will sign it and send it off to you uh if you cannot get the book or you don't know where to get the book reach out i would be more than happy to send you a free copy um especially if you've been thinking about getting it you can't swing it right now I will send you an e-copy or I will give you access to the audiobook for free. Uh, I really don't care whether or not somebody buys it. I just want you to read it. Um, so uh, go to mentalhealthbarricade.com and go check it out. All right, folks, be safe. Watch out after each other. And I'll s- see you on the next one. Later. I want you to refer to me as Nick Foya. From now on, from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a boy. Come here, bitch. Boy, your ass. Boy, you've been boy. You've been boy. Guess what I just did? I foyered your ass. <laughs> Send me those emails, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Fuck you! You just you just said fire. Did he say Yeah, 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 yeah. He said foya. Um, I think uh, he said foya. Hello. I filed a foya last week. I'm waiting for my copy. Please don't make me wait. Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you can get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today.